Everyone knows that stress is bad for you, but research shows that stress is actually enhancing. That's Dr. Kelly McGonigal, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Tuesday. I appreciate you connecting with me today as we have author, psychologist, and educator Kelly McGonigal back on the show to share three evidence-based scientific studies that will refute the common belief that stress is bad. Here's Dr. Kelly McGonigal. Enjoy. And to give you that mindset intervention, I'm actually going to tell you about three of my favorite scientific studies that actually test out. If someone tries to take a positive view of stress when they're stressed out, how does that transform their experience of stress? I'm going to start with a study that was conducted at Columbia Business School. And in this study, they brought people into the laboratory to give, to prepare, and then deliver a persuasive talk. And they were told that their talk would be evaluated by experts in communication, and they were going to be getting critical feedback on everything from their body language and facial expressions to what they said and how they said it. And in fact, when they actually showed up and started to give their speech, they didn't know this was going to happen, but the experts actually interrupt them often to tell them exactly what they're doing wrong. Your your body language suggests that you lack confidence. You need to try to stand this way. Or you need to make better eye contact, and here's what that would look like. Or you use a really weak example. You need to come up with a better example. Let's just go back in your speech and try that again. So this is a pretty stressful experience for folks to go through. And before they went through that period of receiving critical feedback and having to adapt immediately to that critical feedback, All the participants watched one of two very short videos about stress. And some unlucky participants were forced to watch a three-minute video that started with a very demoralizing statement that says, everyone knows stress is bad for you, but research shows that stress is even more debilitating than you expect. (laughs) And everything that you usually hear about stress, I don't even tell you what's in this video. You could tell me what's in this video. Stress makes you sick. Stress interferes with performance. Stress will kill you. It's a problem. You need to reduce it or avoid it. Okay, some other participants got the real mindset intervention, which was a short video that started with a very different statement. Everyone knows that stress is bad for you, but research shows that stress is actually enhancing. And this video informed participants that your own stress response, how your body and brain responds to stress, can help you rise to a challenge, can actually improve performance. That stressful experiences are an important part of life. They help us learn and grow. That they can actually be an opportunity to develop strengths and choose our priorities. So they were given a very different, sort of a, a, a mindset that combines both the meaning and the growth that is connected to stress, that paradox of stress. 
And then everyone had to give their speech and get this negative feedback and adapt on the spot. And the researchers were curious whether giving people a slightly positive spin on stress would transform their experience. And the first thing to get out of the way is that everyone in the study was stressed out. If it didn't sound bad to you, it's probably worse than it sounds. It really is nerve-wracking for folks. And everyone experienced it as stressful. However, the people who were put in this more positive mindset, the accepting mindset towards stress, they, while they still felt stressed, they also felt more confident, more determined, even more excited about the experience. And the researchers also looked at their physiological stress response. Now, you've all heard about certain stress hormones, adrenaline, cortisol, but there are a lot of hormones that the body and the brain release during stress, and one is DHEA. And most people don't know that this is a stress hormone. DHEA, sort of below your neck, it plays a role in being a precursor to testosterone, and it helps your body get stronger from physical stress like exercise. And its role in the brain is actually to function as a neurosteroid, which is a real thing. Right? Your body produces neurosteroids, which is a hormone that helps your brain grow from stressful experiences, that helps your brain form new connections from new experiences so you'll be better the next time you face a similar challenge. And in this study, the participants who were put in that more positive, accepting mindset towards stress, they actually released higher levels of DHEA during their talk and after their talk. They actually entered a physiological stress state that makes it even more likely that they actually will learn and grow as a result of doing something that made them anxious, that was difficult, and getting that critical feedback in a moment and having to respond to it. Their bodies and their brains shifted into a stress state that would actually help them learn and grow. The next study I want to tell you about was a study of job interview stress. And in this study, everyone came into the laboratory about to uh, go into a job interview for the job of their dreams. And the researchers were very interested in that feeling of anxiety and stress that happens right before you have that kind of big opportunity where you really want to impress others and nail it. And so they told some participants to do what most people usually do when they're feeling that kind of anxiety about their performance. So some participants were told to spend a few minutes thinking about how they were going to impress the interviewers. How were they going to show their strengths, right? How were they going to prove that they were the best person for this job? But another group of participants got a very different instruction for that pre-interview high anxiety period. They were asked to think about how the job was connected to their values. They were asked to, in that moment of anxiety, bring the context, the bigger context of personal meaning into that experience of anxiety. And they were asked to think about how if they got this job, it would be an opportunity to express those values. Why did they care so much about getting this job? And what could they do if they had that job that was personally meaningful? So they got put into that mindset of meaning while they were experiencing anxiety. And again, in this study, the researchers were interested in two things, sort of their overall performance and their stress physiology. And just like in the last study, this mindset of meaning didn't make people less stressed out. They still felt anxious and stressed about the job interview. However, 
they did a lot better in the interview. And the researchers actually video recorded the interviews and showed them all to unbiased raters afterwards who rated each interviewee on different, different criteria. And the participants who had spent a few minutes putting their anxiety into a context of meaning, they actually were rated as being more inspiring and more uplifting than the participants who did that sort of normal, oh my gosh, how can I nail this mindset? And they also were rated as probably being better colleagues, right? So they were the kind of people that other people wanted to work with and wanted to hire. They felt inspired by them. In terms of their stress physiology, in this study, the researchers were interested in cortisol because cortisol is a stress hormone that is most associated with burnout, especially in the workplace. So people who have a stress response that's characterized by higher levels of cortisol are at greater risk of things like depression and fatigue and burnout and collapse and all those things that we want to avoid when we want to thrive in the workplace or thrive in roles that are important to us. And in this study, the participants who took that mindset of meaning, they actually release lower levels of cortisol during the interview and before the interview, despite the fact that they were still anxious and they were still stressed. So they had a healthier physiological stress response without suppressing the stress or reducing the stress or running out of the office because they were so panicked about the interview. They didn't reduce, they didn't avoid the stress. They managed to transform the stress by bringing in a mindset of meaning. And the last mindset intervention I want to tell you about was a very different kind of stress study. In this study, people came into the experiment and they were asked to spend a few moments trying to think of an experience in their lives that was difficult, that was still really painful to think about. And they were asked to think about that painful experience. And some participants were asked to think about it in the way that we usually ruminate on painful experiences. Just sit down by yourself and think about it. But other participants were invited to think about it from a very different point of view. For the next two minutes, try to think of the experience as an opportunity to grow, to learn, or to become stronger. And if this was an experience that was far in your past, would you take a moment and think about any benefits that you might have experienced as a result of going through that difficult and painful experience. And during the two minutes that everyone was thinking about whatever this heartache or this trauma was, they actually had electrodes attached to every participant's face so that they could measure facial muscle uh, expressions. And one of the first things they noticed is that when participants were thinking about something painful, but they were doing it from a mindset of trying to see the good in that stress, they actually had less activation of the corrugator muscles of the forehead, which are the muscles that furrow your, your brow and flatten your eyebrows in that classic telltale signal of distress. So we already know now that embracing and accepting the good in stress can prevent stress-related wrinkles, which I know is very, very important. Um, but they also had electrodes on the zygomaticus muscle, which lifts your cheeks into a smile. And those muscles were more activated, despite the fact that people were thinking about a very painful experience. And it wasn't just the face that was happy. The participants who thought about the stressful experience from a benefit-finding mindset toward that stress, they also reported greater levels of gratitude, of joy, and of forgiveness. And they actually felt less angry afterward, now having thought about it in this way. 
And when you compare that to the participants who were just thinking about the painful experience the way you usually do, well, those folks were more upset, they were more angry, they were sadder, all the negative emotions. And yet somehow thinking about the very same painful experience, but from a mindset of trying to see that stress as an opportunity to grow and learn, it transformed their experiences, it transformed their emotions. And the physiology that researchers looked at was something called heart rate variability. And heart rate variability is considered the classic physiological sign of emotional resilience. And on the slide, you can see two different types of heart rate variability. Over on the left, you have constricted heart rate variability, which is associated with a lack of emotional resilience, right? The heart rate gets constricted in a narrow range. And on the other side, that nice smooth green line, that's greater heart rate variability. And that's sort of a classic wave suggesting that someone is in a state of emotional resilience. Their nervous system is balanced. It's also a wave that is consistent with the emotions of gratitude and of joy. And the participants who thought about this painful experience the way we usually do, their heart rate variability got constricted. The people who thought about the same kind of painful experience from a benefit-finding mindset, their heart rate variability increased. That making contact with that point of pain was actually putting them in a physiological state of resilience and producing the biology of gratitude and joy. So when I started this talk, I said I wanted to change your minds about stress, but what I really want to do is simply empower you to understand that how you think about stress can make a difference and how that stress impacts everything from your physiology, your brain resilience, your well-being, to how well you're able to do the things that matter to you. And the way to change your mindset is surprisingly simple. As you saw in those three interventions, when you're feeling stressed out, just make contact with the paradox of stress. Now, I, I asked you at the beginning of this talk how many of you were hoping that tomorrow would be stressful, and there were like two hands front and center. Uh, and of course, we don't actually get to choose whether tomorrow is stressful or not. But I hope that if tomorrow is stressful for you, that you might actually think about this talk, and you might take a moment to think about the paradox of stress to recognize that a meaningful life is also a stressful life, and that you could use that stress not as a signal that there's something wrong with you, a sign of weakness, or a sign that you're inadequate to your life, or a sign that your life is somehow fundamentally toxic and killing you, but to actually use that same stress as a sign that something you care about is at stake, and to take that stress as an opportunity to think about what you care about, to view whatever the situation is as an opportunity to learn or to grow or to choose to express your values. And most importantly, to trust that you can handle the challenge. Big thanks to Dr. Kelly McGonigal for stopping by. And her take home message for us today is to change our perception that stress is bad. And instead, look at stress as a means to a more meaningful life. Our, our health as it relates to stress is heavily, in my opinion, heavily dependent on the way in which we perceive it. So I hope that her talk encourages us to use stress in a more positive way so that we can live more happier and ultimately more healthier lives. All right. If you'd like to connect with her, you can go to her website, kellymcgonagall.com. That is also her Instagram. Her latest book is entitled The Joy of Movement, 
how exercise helps us find happiness, hope, connection, and courage. And the book she wrote prior to that, the one that I highly, highly, highly recommend that you read is entitled The Upside of Stress, Why Stress is Good for You and How to Get Good at It. And if you'd like to watch today's entire talk, you can go to YouTube and type in Kelly McGonigal, How to Turn Stress into an Advantage. And I'll have the links to all the way to connect with her and her work. And I'll also have a link to today's entire talk, as well as some previous episodes that she's been featured on the show. They will all be in the show notes below so you can go and check that out. All right, that's a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a terrific rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.